Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to roll again here at Wax 104.5 with that Midwest Farm Report. Scott in with you this morning. Rise and shine. It's daylight in the swamp or probably daylight somewhere anywhere. Anyway, I don't know if you can still see it. Uh, The clouds might have rolled in now and covered it. But what a brilliant, brilliant waning crescent moon this morning. It was gorgeous out and As Bob and I were talking the other day, it's been some mighty nice sleeping weather, which makes it a little bit tough to roll out this time of day, doesn't it? Here in Eau Claire, we have 59 degrees this morning. At La Crosse, we have 61. Marshfield has 49. Green Bay, 48. Rice Lake, 58. Wausau, 45. Madison, 47. Milwaukee is at 55. And my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge, says it's 56 degrees there. Like I said, when I got rolling earlier this morning, that big old crescent moon, that waning crescent moon, was gorgeous. But it'll probably be covered up by now with some clouds moving in from Minnesota. We're looking for a few rain showers coming up here uh, around the area, different spots around the region. Those uh, rain showers could arrive and last through mid-morning. But then the sky should become mostly clear later in the day again. Those strong breezes will continue today at uh, 15 to 20 miles per hour with some higher gusts. And then some warmer air up into the 80s is expected to arrive later today, or Tuesday rather. We'll hear more about that forecast from Kelly Slifka over at Sky Warren 13 later on this morning. Today we're looking at a high of 79 and a low of 59. Tuesday a high of 86 and a low of 65. And Wednesday a high of 89 and a low of 67. Remember, if you don't uh, catch something here on the Farm Show, go to our our webpage, go to 20inarowwax.com, click on the Midwest Farm Report, Eau Claire, And go to our podcast site, and you'll be able to hear the podcast of the show or use your favorite podcast um, search engine and search for Midwest Farm Report Eau Claire, and you'll be able to hear everything that we have in the morning shows. We'll be looking at some big news in agriculture again with Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, going to be talking about fertilizing fertilizing after the first crop of alfalfa has taken off and the way things were going in the last couple days we're getting pretty close well it's coming on 4 59 a.m here at wax 104.5 fm radio in eau claire wisconsin let's hear some world and national news nbc news radio i'm dean Mucho. 
A Georgia district attorney will make a decision on bringing charges against the officers involved in the shooting of Rayshard Brooks. DA Paul Howard told CNN the Brooks didn't seem to present a threat to anyone. Brooks was fatally shot in a Wendy's parking lot in Atlanta on Friday after a scuffle with police. The officer, Garrett Rolfe, was fired. The autopsy for Rayshard Brooks shows he died of two gunshot wounds to his back. The Fulton County Medical Examiner's Office released the findings Sunday night. Former Georgia governor candidate Stacey Abrams says the way police do their job needs to undergo changes. We have to have a transformation of how we view the role of law enforcement and how we invest not only in the work that we need them to do to protect us, but the work we need to protect and build our communities. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Chinese government are reportedly going to meet in Hawaii. The expected meeting will happen as tensions grow between the U.S. and China over issues like the coronavirus. Senator Tim Scott is open to establishing a Juneteenth holiday. Obviously, if there was a national holiday, we would all know about Juneteenth. We'd all have an opportunity to celebrate it, and frankly, there would be fewer mistakes on that day. On NBC's Meet the Press, he said he believes House Republicans are interested in that proposal. Juneteenth, which is celebrated on June 19th, marks the ending of slavery in the U.S. The day has been caught up in a controversy lately, as President Trump scheduled a campaign rally in Tulsa on Juneteenth, only to move it to Saturday. A tattoo parlor in Kentucky is giving free cover-ups for anyone who wants to get rid of their hate or gang symbol tattoos. Gallery Exart Collective in Murray said they wanted to do their part to take a stance in the Black Lives Matter movement. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. I'll work with Bob tomorrow to cover up our gang tattoos. That's another story. We'll talk to you about that then. Kirk Group is hiring now. They're looking to add to their team of welders. You'll start with a $1,200 hire bonus. They offer 80 hours of vacation time, and they're matching 100% for your 401k up to 4%. They're also offering medical, dental, and vision insurance. You'll start out between $18 and $23 an hour. Kirk Group needs welders now, and they want to hear from you. You can apply now at KurtGroup.com under careers or stop in to apply at 6208 Industrial Drive in Eau Claire. Kirk Group is an equal opportunity employer. Allstate has new lower auto rates. Nope. Allstate has new lower lower auto rates. <clears throat> Allstate, Allstate has new lower auto rates. <clears throat> Allstate has new lower auto rates. <clears throat> Allstate has new lower auto rates. There we go. For new lower auto rates, visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Midwest Farm Report here at Wax 104.5. Let's look at the morning markets. Brought to you by Rural Insurance, fed beef steers on the cash livestock side of things. It says fed beef steers are at a dollar to a dollar ten with mixed ninety to ninety nine and a half. Fed beef heifers are at a dollar to one oh seven and a half with mixed 
80 to 99 and a half. Fed Holstein steers, 76 and a quarter to 87 with select and choice, 65 to 76. Cows, 44 to 69 and a half. Bulls, 70 to 91 and a half. Butcher hogs are at 21 and down. Sows, 12 to 15. Boars, 5 and down. New market lambs are at 130 to 151. And the old crop lambs, 80 to 130. And feeder lambs are at 120 to $2. A look at the uh, livestock futures. June is at 96.07 for live catalysts. June is at 96.07, down 75 cents. August, 95.32, down $1.12. Feeder cattle for August at 131.10, down 107. September, 132.47, down 77. Lean hogs for June are at 48.05, down 7 cents. July is at 51.67, down 45 cents. A quick look at the dairy markets. Barrels of cheese ended the week Friday at 233 and a quarter, down two and a half. 40 pound blocks at 252, down two. And grade AA butter at 187, down three. Class three futures, June is at 2042, down three. July, 1854, down 37. August, 1703, down 37. Uh, and uh, September, 1662, down 32. And those prices are expected to be down through 2020. Still family-owned since 1955. When you cool your home with an Infinity system from Carrier, you can rest easy knowing that you're providing the right choice and comfort and energy efficiency for your family. With a parts-limited warranty of up to 10 years and SEER ratings of up to 21, Carrier Systems offer reliable solutions to your family's home cooling needs. For greater comfort and peace of mind, turn to the experts at Carrier. Call Gryber Heating and Sheet Metal in Wanakee. Gryber is your Carrier factory authorized dealer and President's Award winner for excellent customer service. Hello, I'm Drew from Northside Elevator in Loyal. Our experienced agronomy team provides guidance on a full range of services and products to ensure optimum land utilization and harvest outcomes that match your goals. We develop effective plans for soil analysis, seeding recommendations, precision farming, fertilizer, crop protection, and much more. The seasoned agronomy professionals at Northside Elevator are your source for optimizing your growing season. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. Macy's is open most stores and is welcoming you back with a special friends and family offer. Get an extra 30% off summer essentials plus 15% off beauty now at Macy's. Some exclusions may apply. Premier Livestock and Auctions at Withy will have another big dairy cattle auction on Wednesday, June 17th at 11 a.m. This is a complete herd dispersal of 125 Holstein dairy cows from the reputation consigner Outerfold Dairy. This herd has some exceptional Jersey Holstein cross cows, cows averaging 80 pounds on two-time-a-day milking, with lots of cows milking more than 100 pounds. Milked in parlor, majority of cows are AI-sired, many top-notch, really fancy cows in this herd. Premier Livestock and Auctions are excited to work with Cattle USA to provide online bidding. Register online at cattleusa.com. For information about this sale and other sales, call Premier Livestock at 715-229-2500 or visit premierlivestockandauctions.com. 
Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. Grace Home Respiratory hopes for you health and safety in this uncertain time with the COVID-19 pandemic. At Grace Home Respiratory, they know we will get through this together. Forward to finding out just exactly what some of the things they think they know, but this study should help them uh, enforce what they know. And that farm life, especially around animals and dairy cows, means for a healthier lifestyle. The National Farm Medicine Center at Marshfield is truly a world-renowned research facility, not just in farm accidents, but in rural health across the board. A current study going on is called a dairy microbiome study, and one of the principals working on that is Dr. Casper Ben-Dixon, and Dr. Ben-Dixon is also, of course, the director of the National Farm Medicine Center, also co-director of the Upper Midwest Agriculture Safety and Health Center, and microbiome. Before we talk about the study, doctor, microbiomes. What what are the microbiomes and their importance and their definition as far as our human body and our human health? Why why are they so important? Well, thanks for having me on the show, Bob, and and I really do appreciate the, the attention you're, you're giving our studies. And so uh, the first thing I'll do is I'll reference the principal investigators, Dr. Sanjay Shukla, a microbiologist in the Marshfield Clinic Research Institute Center for Human Genetics. And he's a great colleague. We've worked on a, a more than one uh, microbiome project with farms, and he's, he's done a world of education for me. So the microbiome, to me, uh, when I think of it, I think of it like outer space. I mean, it, it's this wildly kind of unexplored area of research, but it's right here next to us and within us. Um, and there's so much research to be done. So the microbiome is basically all of the microbes that live within us and on us. This is bacteria, fungi, protozoa, viruses, uh, and they can, they can be both within uh, the body and as well as on the skin, and they're very, very numerous. Uh, so there's about 200 times the number of genes in uh, the microbiome associated with human beings than even in the human microbiome. Uh, and most of the living cells are actually in our guts. There's so much going on in our guts and in our intestines and our mouth and our nose. And so when we know this, uh, we know that the environment around us and our genetic dispositions intermingle in this fashion. So the, the material that's on our body or in our body, uh, whether that's 
there naturally from uh, being in utero with our mothers and then being brought into the living world, whether it's the food we eat or the environment around us, it finds its way in, it connects with our body, influences how it works, and connects with our genetic disposition. So it's very complex, very big. Uh, but what we do know is that the farm microbiome, especially when we talk about dairies, is tremendously rich and diverse. It's just—it's literally kind of a jungle of microbiome, and it merits exploration. And so the uh, the, the microbiome uh, project, the Dome, the Dairy Microbiome Project that we have going on with the Farm Center and the Center for Human Genetics and our epidemiologist, really wants to evaluate the microbiome of dairy workers including their nose, their mouth, their skin, and their gut, compared to the cows they work with. Again, their nose and their skin and their gut. And then to people who don't work on farms. So taking another group of human beings, taking those same samples from them, and then comparing this kind of dairy worker-cow relationship versus, say, an office worker. How does the the cow fit into this equation with humans, both popular work on the dairy farms and people in the rural areas that have nothing to do with a dairy farm. Why is the, the cow factor important here? So the early study that we did, uh, that Dr. Sanjay Shukla and, and, and colleagues did, was they, they evaluated the, the nasal passage of dairy workers who were kind of in direct contact with cows, their feedstuffs, and their manure. And then what, what they found is it was like almost 30 times more diverse in their nasal passages, meaning there was more competition for space and hypothetically less room for viruses. So what we found was that there was a, a lower level of specifically MRSA, meaning that there, there's some combination of that living environment uh, around cattle and feedstuffs and, 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 and uh, manure that creates this really rich environment. So that was a good hypothesis to start with, as opposed to, say, like just a cropping operation or something like that. We knew that the, the dairy environment was more diverse and rich. That's why we brought in the cows. By being more diverse and rich, is that layman terms of seeing that dairy farm population people have a better chance of being healthy because there's more diverse bacteria and things like that already in our body to fight off challenges? That's one hypothesis, and that, and that this is the kind of wonder of the microbiological world around us is that, uh, and we've, we've known about what was called the hygiene hypothesis now since the 1970s, 1980s, this idea that diversity and exposures can be healthy as to oppose like super sanitary uh, environments or a lot of antibiotics or something like that. And so the premise that diversity is good seems sound. On the other hand, uh, you know, we're the farm medicine center, so we also know about hazards. And so there's likely some sort of balance that needs to be struck in terms of how much exposure for how long, what length of time, and then how much time does the body need to recover uh, in order to kind of rebound from maybe an infection or something like that. And so uh, the idea that maybe they're healthier, maybe there's more competition is, is a good one. And that's actually one of the things we do is we track the illness uh, uh, instances within the human's uh, in the study. So they tell us when they felt sick. They tell us when they missed a day at work or when they worked through a gut illness or a, a nasal passage illness. And the same with uh, our our non-farm populations. We track their illnesses as well. So as the study continues, I believe this is a four-year study, how far along are you and how many 
people do you have involved in this, both on-farm and off-farm? How often are you testing them, and what exactly are you having these people do? Our goal is to have 88 farm working participants, people with regular contact with uh, dairy cattle, and then 88 non-farm uh, folks. Uh, and right now I think we're in the 50s or 60s, so we're still recruiting. So the first thing I'll say is uh, we need more dairy farms to sign up for this study. Um, as far as uh, what we're asking them to do, we're asking them to basically track their health over a two- to three-year period uh, through this illness diary, which is really basic. It's whether or not they have a gut illness or a, a respiratory illness, whether they visit the doctor or not. Very basic diary. And then about four times a year we ask them to collect samples from themselves and their cows. And this includes uh, a nasal swab, an oral swab, a skin swab, and then a fecal sample. And then we turn those in, and, and, we, and we, we group those with workers, and we, and we match them with the, the same group of cows. So we're actually tracking the cow samples alongside the human samples to see if illness and wellness fluctuates amongst, uh, in a kind of zoonotic fashion with both workers and cows. And, um, and so right now we're just into the first – we're just getting past the first year of, of recruitment right now. So for farmers um, that uh... – are listening and want to get involved in this, how do they get a hold of you? If the, you know, you're looking for more uh, participants in your dome study, how do we get a hold of you? And are you looking for just dairy farmers or crop farmers, hog farmers, beef farmers, whatever? So right now we're, we're confining it to dairy farms just because of the, the nature of the work and, and the close quarters which farmers work with their dairy cattle. So it's, it's dairies only. Uh, and if they, all they have to do is, is Google the Farm Medicine Center, they can give us a call. Uh, they can also Google the Center for Human Genetics. Sanjay Shukla, again, who's the principal, principal investigator, happily field any phone calls with interested farmers. And what time period are we on, Dr. Ben Dixon, as far as getting some results that we can, you know, kind of publish out there for the people to see? So we're, we're through the first year, so uh, we're going to begin to the point now where we, we're going to want to start analyzing the seasons that we've passed through. But what's really vital is we have to have a number of, of people that go through each season so that it's uh, worth comparing, basically. And so I would anticipate that we're going to start analyzing more data and, um, and samples this, this coming year, start building some models, because at at the end of this fall, we will have people enrolled in the study for 18 months. Uh, so that's almost towards the goal of having them in for two years. And then after that, publication. So I hope that uh, our team has uh, publications out there in 2021 talking about some of these interesting results. And they should be very interesting. Again, the microbiome study, the dome study at the Marshfield Dairy or Natural Farm Medicine Center. Explaining it with us today, Dr. Casper Ben-Dixon, who is the director of the National Farm Medicine Center. And again, if you want to get involved in this, they're looking for your help. I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test drive American-built strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. You can rely on Blaine's Farm and Fleet for the best prices on products that deliver, like Craftsman tools and workshop accessories. Right now, save on a fixed-height Craftsman workshop stool with a rip-and-tear-resistant vinyl seat. The frame is chip, scratch, rust, and corrosion-resistant, so it will look great for years to come. On sale, $39.99. Rewards members pay $37.99. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. While most of us would never have predicted a pandemic coming in 2020, we do know that hail season comes around every year, and we can prepare for it. Here at Ag Country Farm Credit Services, we view hail insurance as a critical part of your risk management plan. We will help analyze your complete coverage, leveraging both the MPCI and hail insurance that is available to your farm. Let us help you prepare for the months ahead. Call us at Ag Country today. Brought to you by United Mutual. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 7 715-748-6040. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott back with you here at the Midwest Farm Report. Work is the key word. Here we go rolling on with these morning chores at 527 a.m., we're going to be here for hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this. Save up to $200 off your brand new Cub Cadet XT Enduro Mower from Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. It's the Father's Day sale going on for June 14th through the 20th at Baraboo Implement, and you can get an XT1LT with a 42-inch deck and IntelliPower for just $15.99. Looking for more power? Then get an XT2. Want a ZTR? Mow your lawn faster with a Cub Cadet ZT1 with a 23-horsepower engine and 50-inch deck. Get your new Cub Cadet Mower from Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 28 after the hour, 59 degrees here in Eau Claire. As we continue with the morning chores, we roll on with Rocky over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Oh, Rocky, did we get hay made this week, huh? Yeah, yeah. Said a little weird chill in the air this weekend, but... uh... Felt kind of nice and comfortable anyway. It was comfortable. Uh, I suppose it wasn't the best to be out fishing uh, with that wind yesterday. Yep, I wasn't there, but Me I'm either. sure that there was a reason that we weren't either. So. I know it, and here we go. So tell us what's going on this week at the at the uh, barn over there, Rocky. 
thank you, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how last week's markets uh, shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We saw 2,400 head last week on the fed cattle steady. High choice and prime Holstein steers 84 to 87.50. We've seen an extreme top of 92.50 on the Holsteins. Uh, selected low choice Holstein 78 to 83. Choice beef steers and heifers uh, 95 to 102. Your market cows steady. Most cows traded from 45 to 56. Uh, high yielding cows a little higher earlier in the week, uh, 57 all the way up to 73. Market bulls high yielding 80 to 94, lower yielding 79 and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday, mostly from 70 to 98, lower yielding organic 69 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves continue very strong, uh, mostly from 85 to $165 per head. Beef calves 150 to 265, Holstein heifer calves 20 to 120. Uh, Friday uh, we had a special herd dispersal here, selling uh, 235 head for the Weber family. Uh, free stall cows, parlor cows, top fresh cows bringing 1700 to 2250. Many good cows 1200 to 1675. With the top springing heifers out of that herd from 1400 to 1750. Very strong auction all the way through. Uh, this week, a uh, big week at Premier. Tuesday, we've got our special feeder cattle auction, bred beef cow auction, beef breeding bull auction. Uh, we are expecting six to 700 head for that sale, full listing online. Wednesday, dairy cattle auction, 11 o'clock a.m., complete dispersal of 140 Holstein dairy cows, several fancy Jersey crosses, parlor freestall, 83-pound tank average, 150 cell count. Uh, we got a full uh, truckload of uh, fresh two-year-olds. They're going to milk an 85 to 100 pounds coming from Utterful Dairy. Dairy, their parlor freestyle, plus 40 spring and heifers uh, coming off one farm. Then this Friday, uh, we're going to have our special monthly dairy heifer auction. If you're buying or selling uh, dairy heifers, want to be a part of the sale, just comes around once a month. Uh, check that out. Lots more details, premierlivestockandauctions.com. Uh, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. And don't forget, machinery auction coming up June 26th at Premier. You get a chance, drive on by, look at all the equipment we got. We're taking consignments daily also. Uh, lots of uh, later consignments coming in here, so make sure to check the website uh, regular here. Uh, if you're looking for it, we probably got it. So that's the way it shaped up, uh, Scott. Yeah, and uh, once again, you have that Cattle USA thing going if you can't be right at the auction barn. Good point, good point. Yep, we'll have that Tuesday well, for the feeder sale, Wednesday for the dairy sale, and Friday for the heifer sale. So. And go to what, CattleUSA.com, right? CattleUSA.com, and on the machinery, that'll be EquipmentFacts.com. So that's a different site for the equipment, but go okay. ahead and get pre-registered. So. so be there, or you don't have to be there. <laughs> you can yeah, that's do it right. both ways. That's right, and we can do it the old-fashioned way. If you're looking for something, just give us a call, and we can buy it for you, too. Absolutely. All right, Rocky, thank you so much. Hey, have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Rocky over at Premier Livestock. We actually won't talk to Rocky until Wednesday, but... We'll see him later. He's got a busy week. Let's look at some of the local news. The UW system is getting back to business this fall. UW system officials over the weekend said it will open its 13 campuses to students for the fall semester. The plan is to have in-person classes and have students living on campuses. Just what that will look like will depend on each campus. UW-Madison and UW-Milwaukee have not yet released their campus-specific plans. UW President Roy Cross said each campus will look to make the return to school 
as safe as it can be. Students at UW-Eau Claire are going to have to wear masks, get their temperatures checked, and input their data into a tracking app when they arrive to school this fall. The UW on Friday released its back-to-school plan at Eau Claire. They at Eau Claire will be giving each student a mask, and they'll be required to wear it while in common areas on the campus. And there were some tense stares, but nothing else at the latest protests in Menominee. A group of protesters faced off yesterday with a group of people who flew the American flag and stood across the street from them. The protesters said they were bothered that the group had some rifles, and those people with the rifles said they wanted to protect their businesses from violence such as they saw in Minneapolis. Menominee police were called, and they stayed and watched the protest, but didn't report any problems. Price County Sheriff Brian Schmidt reported that on June 13th at about 4.13 p.m., his department responded to a motorcycle versus deer crash on State Highway 182 at Camp 9 Road in the town of Einstein. Preliminary investigations revealed the motorcycle with two riders was eastbound on State Highway 182 when the motorcycle struck the deer. The driver of the motorcycle, a 50-year-old male from Bear Creek, Wisconsin, was taken to a Flambeau Hospital in Park Falls for treatment of injuries. The passenger, a 50-year-old female from Bear Creek, was pronounced dead at the scene. Names are being withheld pending notification of the family. And... The final candidate for the president of the UW system withdrew from consideration last week. Jim Johnson was the only finalist to emerge from after months of searching. Regent President Andrew Peterson called Johnson's decision disappointing. Johnson will remain in his current job as the president of the University of Alaska system. We might have some rain this morning, but I'm not really sure. Maybe Kelly Slifka can tell us. Whether that's on its way, maybe it's raining right now for that matter. Uh, no, it's not raining now. And if we do get a shower, it'll be really light and brief. It's uh, running into some drier that uh, we've got high pressure off to our east. Uh, this rain's coming, uh, moving across Minnesota, but it's been dissipating as it's been slowly moving toward the Twin Cities. So a lot of that's uh, drying up, but can't rule out a, a spotty shower this morning. Otherwise, it's going to be a breezy afternoon. We've dealt with those winds over the last couple of days. These will be out the south-southeast up there at 10 to 20. And we'll look at a partly sunny sky. It should be quiet tonight with partly cloudy skies down to 62. Becoming mostly sunny, warmer tomorrow, 86. Sunny and very warm on Wednesdays. We get up to 90. Later this week, we'll have better chances of some showers and storms. That'll continue Thursday right through the weekend. Right now with cloudy skies in Eau Claire, 59 degrees. I'm Sky 113 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Thank you for that, Kelly, and thank you for a good week of Hating weather. Boy, oh boy, it was a nice week. A beautiful weekend, yeah. It looks like it's going to be pretty dry for the most part over the next few days. Well, that's good to see. Let's keep them in the field for right now, but we're going to need some rain eventually, aren't we? It'll be coming by the end of the week. (laughs) All right, Kelly. That's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13. Let's continue rolling with the morning chores this morning by going over to the Equity Altoona Livestock Barn to hear from... uh, Let's see who's it's Mark Coger again today at the Equity Altoona Barn, and then we'll be hearing from Ch- Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. High yielding choice for prime Holstein steers sung from 84 to 88 and a half on a light supply. Choice Holstein steers selling 78 to 84 with your heavyweight and unfinished steers and heifers selling 78 and down. 20% of slaughter cows on Thursday sung from 57 to 62. We had some high yielding cows up to 65. 60% of cows sunk from 40 to 56 with 20% of cows 
on 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday signed from 70 to 80. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds <laughs> and up on Thursday, selling from $50 to $140 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from $50 to $235 per head. Now this is Mark Coger from the Equity Hilton Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald blowing in from over to the east with the Stratford Equity Barn Report. That wind is going to stay around apparently, and uh, we have to... You have to screw your cap on an extra quarter turn, Jerry. Well, Scott, good morning to you. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, when, uh, we're gonna. the wind is probably a, a good thing for tr- trying to get this hay dried. I mean, it's uh, not real warm, which is okay, but you still need heat. But the wind helps, too, so I guess uh, that's kind of a positive there. But, uh, yeah, it's got to be careful with all the wind and everything blowing around. And uh, I was sitting here watching the deer this morning. I don't know, i got to figure out a way to keep them out of the garden. You know, they got... Funny thing about deer, they got 40 acres of hay to eat, and they got to come up to the garden. <laughs> yep, I know it. I had one right in my lean-to barn on Saturday. She just stood there like she owned the place, and uh, I know she has a fawn uh, around, you know, the yard that is hanging around the yard off and on, and she'll walk oh, around. I look in the morning, it's like having a donkey in the yard again, looking in my window in the morning. Well, they're pretty creatures, but we all know the the damage they can cause with vehicle accidents so i, I don't yeah, know absolutely. but uh, yeah this time of the year they get pretty bold i don't know it's, yep. uh, they kind of <laughs> they must know that it's not hunting season <laughs> yeah well they always said you know that wildlife you don't you don't harvest wildlife in months without r's in them well june and july are pretty good months too in august so <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I've been told, anyway. Tell us what's going on at the sale barn at Stratford this week, Jerry. I better do that, Scott, because there might be some uh, officials listening. Well, those two guys talking about it. So, Scott, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this is going to be the sale schedule this week here at Equity Stratford. And, of course, we get underway here Monday morning. Uh, right away this morning, we'll sell overnight delivered cattle first. And, of course, we will be selling market cows this morning, fat cattle and bulls. We'll get to those baby calves about 11, 11.30 this morning. Tomorrow, Tuesday, will be a very busy day here in Stratford. We do start tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock with the hay auction. That will be immediately followed by the dairy cattle sale at 11. We do have a very nice lineup of dairy cattle for you folks tomorrow. We do have a complete herd dispersal, Holstein dairy cows, bred heifers in this herd, and... uh, uh, they're milked up in a, they're milked in a step-up parlor. They will be coming from Fall Creek, Wisconsin, and again, good components on these on these uh, uh, dairy cattle. Also, a lot of heifers for the sale tomorrow. We've got a consignment here of 40 Holstein heifers. They're going to weigh from about five to eight hundred, all AI sired, fully vaccinated. We do have another consignment of 20 open Holstein heifers weighing about six, also fully vaccinated, AI sired by. Uh, Select sires, so those are coming from uh, just Wood County out here. And again, uh, springing heifers and also breeding bulls available. So a big dairy sale tomorrow. If you folks are looking for cows or heifers, that'll be tomorrow here in Stratford at 11 o'clock. And then, of course, tomorrow we'll follow a dairy sale with the market auction. A Wednesday sale does start at 10 o'clock with the market sale, which, of course, does include cows and fat cattle. Feeder cattle sale also on Wednesday, and our Thursday auction does start at 11. So, again, a very busy week on tap here, Scott. Um, uh, folks, uh, all this information on our website, and uh, besides these dairy cattle listed for the sale on Tuesday, we do have a lot of dairy cattle listed for private treaty sale on our website. You can check that out, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, 
Or if you want to call us up, 715-687-4101. And just on a footnote, uh, I know folks have been asking me about uh, what's the policy there for uh, social distancing and all this Mm -hmm. other at the sale barn. Pretty much policy remaining in effect uh, if you are uh, uh, certainly have to be a registered buyer or a buyer uh, to uh, get a bidder's number to come into the sale arena. So I don't know how long that's going to go on. Hopefully maybe we can get that lifted because it's uh, well. Not up to us, though. Other people have to make those decisions, so I guess we have to abide by them. Yep, and uh, apparently the the old virus is still moving around, so we kind of have to be careful, I guess. I don't know. Well, so. I'm not medical either, but it's uh, <laughs> at least it's uh, it's nice to get out in the uh, in the fresh air and the sunshine, and oh, summer absolutely. is here. No, I'll technically win. What day? Friday, Saturday? Yep, yep. And I'll tell you, there wasn't a lot of. Uh, of uh, virus passing around in that hay field this weekend or the week in the previous days or even in my garden. So <laughs> I'm happy out there. Well, maybe, uh, you know, maybe getting up in the hay mile, that take care of the virus too, you know. That's what Pa always said. It's good for, it cures a lot of things. So we'll talk to you tomorrow, Jerry. God, you enjoy the day and have a nice day. And again, I shouldn't have to worry about heat index or nothing like that today. So temperatures are... Well, actually, it's a pretty nice summer day, I guess, so we can, uh, these are the kind of days we wish we have, and, well, of course, we can't say winter, because now winter goes all the way into <laughs> whatever. So. Right. Last week of summer here, or spring here, though, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Scott. You bet. Bye now. Bye. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity, and we'll be hearing from Michelle right after this. It's another top farm auction coming up from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. It's the Albert Becker Sale, Thursday, June 25th, starting at 10 a.m. It's south of Marshfield, and it's four miles south on County Highway A2, the Becker Farm. Lots of machinery, tractors, Deutz, DX-164, wheel drive diesel tractor with cab, Alice Chalmers, 7045 diesel tractor with cab, and many other tractors as well. Special items like a John Deere 7720 Titan II four-wheel drive combine with 3,950 hours on it, four-row corn head, 15-foot grain head, hay and forage tools, also planting and tillage equipment like a brilliant 10-foot cedar, also general equipment like a Knight 8040 Pro Twin V-style single discharge manure spreader and many miscellaneous items. Again, that's the Albert Becker sale. Tim Schindler will be the auctioneer. June 25th, 10 a.m., south of Marshfield, about four miles on County Highway A. Another great sale from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 59 degrees as we turn the corner and start heading toward the Milk Coast with the chores this morning. On Wax 104.5, we have Michelle from Tureen Livestock on at Thorpe. Michelle, good morning. What a great weekend. It was a beautiful weekend. Good morning, Scott. Yeah, and uh looks like it's going to warm up a little bit. I know you're not the sort who doesn't, you don't mind it being a little warmer, do you? Not at all. And, you know, even though it was cooler this weekend, the sun is so powerful at this point, it kind of warms you anyway. So it was a, it was a good weekend. Yeah, I, I have a good amount of farmer tan going here, and I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> I think a lot of people probably do. So Absolutely. that's okay. Yep, yep. So tell us how the market's going this week, Michelle. All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of June 8th at Tureen Livestock Market in the slaughter car market. 
For the week, we topped at 68, 82% of the cows, so from 46 and above. Market cows were 58 to 68, low-yielding cows 48 to 57, thin and weak cows 46 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime, 73 to 86, selects were 68 and down. For beef-type steers and heifers, choice 90 to a dollar, selects were 88 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 70 to 86, with the utilities at 65 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from $85 to $160 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $100 per head. Beef calves, $130 to $285 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were $13 to $23. There was no test on the sows. Boars were 10 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Touring Livestock, your family owned an upright market. Have a great day. I shall have a great day. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that's... That's good, huh? That's a good thing. That's <laughs> yeah, a good thing. Yeah, it is. Every day is a good day. Right? You bet it is. You bet it is. Thank you, Michelle. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Take care. Take care. That's Michelle over at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. As I mentioned a couple of times, and as you folks out in the countryside know full well, we're at it out in the hay fields right now, and it's actually heading towards the uh, finishing end of it already with the first crop. And that means that we have to make some decisions after that first crop is off. Bob caught up with UW Madison. Um, uh, forage specialist emeritus Dan Undersander and talked a little bit about fertilizing after that first crop is taken off. For the most part, we're well underway with first crop haymaking. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, joins us on the program. And Dan, when we get that uh, first crop off, should we go in and feed the stand? Uh, absolutely, Bob. We do want to fertilize that alfalfa. Uh, one of the things uh, with the tight economic times, a lot of people have been cutting short on fertilizer. But do remember, it's just like cutting short on feed for your cattle. If you do that, you're not going to get anywhere near the production. But you still have all of the harvesting costs and, and other considerations. Uh, for most of our fields in the state, if we've been applying manure, we have good phosphorus levels. On the other hand... Uh, we oftentimes need potassium. Alfalfa removes about uh, 55 pounds of uh, potash per ton of hay removed. So if you had a one or two ton yield on first cutting, that means that for that cutting alone, you took off 60 to 100 pounds of potash, and that needs to be replaced. Potash is very soluble, uh, so you can apply it right now after having taken first cutting off. In fact, this would be a recommended time uh, for assuming first you want to get your soil test up to the optimum level, and then if you're at optimum, then you simply replace that potash that each cutting removes. So uh, what we would normally do would be to hopefully be at optimum uh, and then uh, consider that we're going to get two or three tons of hay off the next couple cuttings. 
we would put that much potash on 150 or so pounds, and then uh, we would come back after third cutting and put another application of potash to give us good potash level for the last cutting, for the winter survival, and for first cutting the next year. So a split application is recommended. The other thing to keep in mind is that we are definitely needing sulfur in uh, more parts of the state. In most fields now, we should think that every uh, ton of forage that you remove, whether it's grass or alfalfa, clover, or even corn silage, removes five pounds of sulfur. And so we're generally looking at needing to apply 20 to 30 pounds of sulfur per acre per year. Uh, this can be done in a split application too, or you could put it on all at once now. But the key thing is to get those two elements in place so that uh, we can have a decent level. I'm seeing an awful lot of fields that are low yielding, uh, maybe actually get kind of weedy, and the reason is simply a low potash level. Uh, so you're hurting your yield, you're hurting... Uh, increasing the cost of harvesting and, and reducing the overall condition of the stand. So again, first crop coming off, when it's off, you got to feed it. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist on our next Go Alfalfa update program. You have to feed that alfalfa and you have to feed good information and Bob and Dan are certainly doing that. So let's Let's have a look at some of the morning farm news. And remember, today is the beginning of the sign-up period for farmers to receive Wisconsin's direct relief for the coronavirus pandemic. Farmers may receive individual payments from $1,000 to $3,500 of state coronavirus pandemic relief aid through the State Department of Revenue. The sign-up period is today through June 29th. Through the State Department of Revenue, farmers with 2019 gross annual incomes of $35,000 to $5 million are eligible. Enrollment is recommended through the Department of Revenue's website, revenue.wi.gov. Farmers who can't apply online should call the Department of Revenue at 608-266-2772. Grab a pencil or whatever you have. I'll give you that number again at the end of this story. Department of Revenue officials recommended that farmers enroll for the aid as early as possible during the sign-up period so there's enough time to make any needed corrections or appeals before the June 29th deadline. Again, they want you to do it online if possible at revenue.wi.gov. And the telephone number, if you can't get into the website, is 608-266-2772. Now, the deadline for two other farm programs, the Federal Agricultural Risk Coverage and Loss Program Coverage Programs for 2020 also is nearing. Farmers have until June 30th to work with their local federal farm service agency offices to sign up for a 2020 enrollment contract for one of those programs. U.S. Department of Agriculture officials said more than 1.4 million ARC PLC contracts have been signed for 2020. That's 89% of the agency's expected enrollment. Macy's has opened most stores and is welcoming you back with a special friends and family offer. Get an extra 30% off summer essentials plus 15% off beauty now at Macy's. Some exclusions may apply. 
feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're hitting the milk milk house, rather, here at the Midwest Farm Report at Wax 104.5. It's 5.53 a.m. And let's have a look at the morning markets. On the green futures, July corn is at 329. That's down one. July oats, 316 is down one. Soybeans for July at 866 are down five. Soybean meal for July is at $287.70 a ton. That's down $1.30. And July wheat at $5 even is down two. Country elevator prices. Corn at Golden Plump in Arcadia is at 310. At Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo countryside elevators, the corn is at 279 and the beans are at 819. At Stevens Point, the soybeans are at 793. At Elk Mound, the corn is at 291 and the beans at 823. Sparta has corn at 284 and beans at 812. Ellsworth, Corn is at 271 and beans are at 819. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville is at 301. At Stanley is at 295. And at New Richmond, it's at 291. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the week on Friday down two and a half at 233 and a quarter. 40 pounds blocks were down two at 252 and grade double A butter was down three at 187. The class three milk futures, June is at $20.42, down three. July, 18.54, down 37. August, 17.03, down 37. And September at 16.62, down 32. And those prices are expected to be down through 2020. And hey, we always talk about good things that youth are doing in all of our egg and FFA and 4-H programs around, well, everywhere across the country, the Wisconsin FFA Foundation has awarded $32,070 in post-secondary scholarships to 40 Wisconsin FFA members from 33 chapters. Scholars that in our area include Emily Dalkey from Adams Friendship FFA, Emma, Emma Hamilton from Adams Friendship, Colton Welzine from the Arcadia FFA, Curtis Welzine from the Arcadia FFA, and Ryan Erickson from the Barron FFA. Also on that list are Lindsay Augustine from Ellsworth, Katie Zimmer from Flambeau, Caitlin Webster from Gilman, Kayla Johnson from Granton, Jillian Tyler from Granton, Dara Steckert from Marshfield, Olivia Lulich from Mauston, Benjamin Steyer from Menominee, Casey Dinks, Dink from Man, Man, ah, easy for you to say from Mondovi, Alex Quack from Prairie Farm, Courtney Zimmerman from Spencer, and Colby Von Hayden from Toma. Good young people being rewarded for doing good things again. The Wisconsin FFA Foundation doling out across the state more than $32,000 in scholarship funds. That wraps it up for me this morning with the farm chores here at Wax 104.5. You might get a chance this morning, according to Kelly, it might or might not rain, so you might still be out there in the fields. 
Be careful if you're out there in the fields. In fact, be careful out there doing whatever you're doing in the countryside this morning. We'll see you tomorrow. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Good morning, Western Central Wisconsin. We're starting your day with music and the Wax Morning Show on Wax 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. WAXX Eau Claire. 20 in a row. Wax 104.5. Wax 104.5.